Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. I found my nemesis, Bruca, in her bedroom. After a couple of polite knocks on the door, she cleared her throat and spoke softly, her voice a poisonous lullaby. Come in, foolish boy. My wand was gripped tightly in my fist as I entered. My knees wobbled, feeling like my legs were made of jello. I pushed the door open and listened to the hinges creak as I went in. A black cat immediately greeted me, pressing its body warmly against my leg. It looked up at me with toxic waste green eyes and let out a soft meow of welcome. Another dozen felines were scattered throughout the room, perched on various surfaces and napping contentedly. A few looked up, but most remained slumbering. Bruca's bedroom was dark, aside from a circle of candles which had been lit and placed on the floor around a pentagram. My ex-girlfriend was hovering about six feet in the air with her arms out at her sides, palms up. Her eyes rolled back so that only the whites were showing. I took another step inside the room, and the door slammed shut behind me with a loud bang. Spinning around, I tried the handle, but it was locked and unmoving. Why would you risk coming here? You know I'm just biding my time, waiting to kill you, she said softly. I took a deep breath, turned to look at her. It was difficult, since she was really creepy at that moment, hovering, her hair blowing as if in a strong wind. But I managed to keep looking at her, showing her I wasn't afraid. I don't like this. Chrissy, wake up. Played in my head over and over again as I stared at her, trying to make words come out of my mouth. Finally, I succeeded. Why don't you just kill me already? I'm right here. Let's get it over with. She didn't answer, but that was fine since I didn't really want her to kill me. It was a bluff. I don't think you're really as evil as you let on, Bruca, as, as much as you like to pretend you are. Her features softened and her eyes rolled down in the most unsettling way, revealing her violet stare. Oh, but I am. I'm even more evil than you think. Nope, I don't believe it. You're the one who's been feeding the cats in the abyssal dimension, aren't you? Huh? N no, what? Her concentration seemed falter for a second. She dropped to the floor, landing awkwardly on the flaming candles. For the second time, I had managed to register genuine surprise from her, and I took that as a small victory. Ow, shit! Ow! That wax is hot! I ran over to her, helping her onto her bed, as she wiped the liquid wax off of her clothes and cried out in pain. For some reason, I couldn't help but run to her when she was hurting... And I realized that meant that I still had feelings for her. We sat down together on the lumpy mattress. The smell of her overwhelmed me again like it always did. The aroma of berries and fall flowers turning brown. A not unpleasant autumn bouquet of decay. She'd forgotten all about the wand. Now clutched it too tightly in my grip. 
the rose thorns digging bloody holes into my palms that I wouldn't notice until much later. Hey, let me ask you one thing, and then I'll drop it. How can you want to destroy everything? The sun, the stars, your mom and dad, the whole freaking universe. And yet you go out of your way to save those cats in that dark, ruined world. A world that you and that dark sorcerer created, I might add. Look, I don't know where I'm going with this, but it won't work. You know that, right? Your master wants to obliterate everything and start from the beginning. That means all of those kitties are eventually going to have to go. Same with those ones in your room. Do you really want that? Do you really want everyone and everything to just die? Her violet eyes looked into mine, and she actually appeared to be considering my words for the first time. Look, I, I get that you don't like your dad. I mean, sometimes I don't even like your dad. Xavier's... Well, I don't, I don't really think there's a word for it, but you know what I mean. Still, don't let him spoil your outlook on an entire multiverse just because his philosophies don't mesh with yours. There are good things in the multiverse that are worth saving. Things we love that we would miss if they were gone. Cats and dogs, waterfalls, frickin' theme parks, green grass, sandy beaches. Wouldn't you miss any of that? She looked me in the eyes, batting her lashes innocently. I felt the bedding beneath me shift as if alive, and I fell backwards into it suddenly, writhing and kicked, trying to pull myself out of it, but I couldn't. You still don't get it. I keep trying to explain it to you, but you're just slow, I guess. Like my dad. She stood up and watched as her blankets wrapped me up like snakes, winding themselves around me until I couldn't barely breathe. Once I was completely enveloped by her blankets, she looked me in the eye and laughed. I'm not the fun, friendly witch girl who you'll win over one day and bring over to the good side. I'm darkness incarnate. I'm pure fucking evil. I'm the winter that will never end. I drain people's blood and drink it in skull goblets. I take people's skin and turn them into suitcases. I'm the motherfucking devil. Don't you get it, stupid? You can't change me. Who are you trying to convince? Me or you? Those last words really seemed to anger her, since she summoned a portal a second later and cast me into it. I fell down into an ocean of icy water, still wrapped tightly in the blanket and unable to use my wand, unable to try to swim to the surface or do anything myself. I was caught in the net of fabric like a fish being brought up to a boat, only I was sinking deeper and deeper by the second, falling down and away from the light above in a blackness so deep and dark that nothing could escape it. As I plummeted down into the freezing waters, my breath became tight. My lungs rejected the sudden drop in temperature. It was shocking my system and causing my tissues to hitch and spasm and ache. Something was coming towards me from the darkness, and I saw a face full of teeth, two red eyes glowing and growing as they got closer. I let out an involuntary scream of terror and felt water fill my lungs with pain. That fear quickly turned to panic as the eyes grew close and I saw they belonged to the biggest shark I had ever seen. Only this shark had night vision, and it was convinced that I was breakfast. It snapped its massive jaws at me as it was suddenly on top of me. All I saw was a brief flash of white and then total darkness as it swallowed me whole. Not even bothering to chew, I was a piece of plankton to this enormous whale of a shark, and it gulped me down with a healthy burp afterwards. Its belch like an earthquake that rattled my bones and made my teeth hurt. 
I fell down into its gullet, tumbling breathlessly into its belly and winding up amongst a smorgasbord of sea snakes, sharp-toothed eels, and strange aquatic spiders that seemed to live like parasites inside the massive creature, spinning green, mossy-looking webs which hung from everywhere and made it difficult to move. It was hot and humid and difficult to breathe, but at least, at least there was air, even if it was foul-smelling and rancid. Immediately, the creatures all turned their heads to look at me. The odd-looking stranger who had joined them in their bizarre habitat. Strong acid was bubbling and burning away their skin and exposing bones beneath the muscle tissue, but that didn't stop them from feeling famished, since they attacked me a second later. I had managed to unravel myself from the wet blanket that entrapped me, at least, and that allowed me to maneuver a little bit. An odd, phosphorescent glow illuminated the huge stomach cavity, which allowed me to dodge out of the way just in time as something that looked like a swordfish stabbed its long, toothy snout in my direction from beneath the surface of the water at my feet. I looked at it and moved backwards, only to find myself in the boneless, squirming embrace of a squid. Its tentacles wrapped around me and began to squeeze. Strange, hook-like claws dug into me and burned, as if they were injecting me with acid. But soon, the crushing feeling of it wrapping around me outweighed any other pain. I felt like a Capri Sun at the end of its life cycle, as the creature crushed my ribcage against itself, and the air gurgled from my lungs. Home, I thought to myself, picturing a portal. Nothing happened. Earth. Xavier. Blue sky. Grass. Nothing. My parents. My home. My cat. Mustafa. I tried to think of anything I could that represented that place and reminded me of it, but nothing worked, and with each passing second, my vision grew darker and my lungs screamed out louder for air, and I felt myself slowly losing consciousness, although I knew that if I did black out, it would be the last thing I ever did. I couldn't help it. I pictured Bruca. She reminded me of being home more than anything, although I wasn't sure why. A loud pop like a bubble being burst could be heard all around me, and then I was somewhere else. But it wasn't Earth. This was somewhere else, somewhere... Somewhere I'd never been. The sky was a swirling vortex of stars and planets, multiple suns and moons. A faint, hazy purple glow backlit the cosmos. Although I could breathe the air, it was cold and uncomfortable, and I felt as if this was a place not meant for human life any sort of life for that matter. Bruca could be seen far from the distance, walking down a path which led toward... The thunder crashed in the distance and I finally caught a glimpse of the largest, darkest looking castle I had ever seen. It looked like something designed for Sauron and remodeled for a vampire. A medieval octopus of a mansion that leapt up from a pillar of stone and seemed to hover impossibly in the air. A swaying rope bridge was the only access, and Bruca was now making her way across. I suddenly had a terrible, stupid, really dumb idea. What if I could sneak up on them and beat them both right there and then? I'd have a hundred times as much power, and would be able to handle the other two apprentices with no problem. They'd be a piece of cake. And with Xavier back on Earth, unable to distract me, maybe, maybe I'd stand a chance. I hesitated for a moment. It wasn't the safest plan, I realized that, but I decided that I would at least try to get close enough to spy on them. 
Worst case scenario, I would get caught, and I would teleport back to Earth using the splinter Xavier had lodged in my finger. With that, I felt confident in my abilities to get home if I needed to. Taking a shaky step forward, I began to follow Bruca into the purple darkness of this strange new world. Times have been tough for me, so I haven't quite updated everything as I would have liked in the past couple of months. I'm finally getting back to the swing of things as my life continues to normalize. So I appreciate you guys sticking with me, and honestly, I see all of your comments and your support as I've been talking about what's been happening with me, and I want to tell you all thank you so much for that, because duh, it's been rough, and seeing your support has been life-saving. So thank you all so much for it. And as always... I want to give a big thank you to everybody who supports me on Patreon. That includes everybody who's been waiting for me to update my Patreon, and I thank you all so, so much for being so patient with me. But especially, I want to give a thank you to Jordan Alexander Sanchez, Jacob Fenske, Stephanie Butler, Bobby Carmen, Chance Burnett, Donna Krause, Tristan Pelton, Acid System, Adam Garrick, Aaron Stormcrow, Aka Limchok, Amber Clark, Angelus, Atomorous, Bastion Beefcake, Blue the Enigma, Braden Morris, Broken Beast 320, Captain Scurvy, Caspian, Shelly J, Cory Kenshin, Cronut 509, Crusader Chocobo, Cryptic Nightmares, Curse Pox Primark, Dakota Lane Whetstone, Daniel Paulson, Darth Miver, Deleted Account, Dirt Diver 030, M, Esteban, Fester's Lampshade, Freddy Krueger, Gorag Trimagazine, Grand Moth the Milky, Hades Nephew, Happy Birthday Jason Wilson, Harley, Himbo Jerry, Horseman Sec Time, Insanity Gamer X, Jay Cairns, Jesus Corneo, Jordan Humble, Justin LaFontaine, Kaylee Ambrose, Kiri the Sloth, Crazy Kid, Cryolinian, Lambda M98, Lisa Cottrell, Little Crow, Lord Life's Best, Lupita Galvin, Love You Eminem, Matt Bach, Melted Lake, Michael Allen Jr. Bashirs, Mike, Mr. Marcus Blitz, Nate Cull, Nico Kayo, Psychomo, Red Shadow Cat, Rob Like Sharp Things, Samahai, Sashi Sasaku, Seclude, Stricken, Tali Sue, Tater Chip, That Creepy Chick, The Ginger Bros, Turtle Man, Voice of Sand, William King, Xavier and Cheyenne, Yargul, and Zachary Graphius. If you'd like to join this list of names that I horribly mispronounce, then please head over to patreon.com slash mrcreepypasta, or you can always check out the names in the description down below, and I appreciate it infinitely. So thank you all on Patreon, thank you all so, so much, and to everyone, sweet dreams. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.